Thank you for joining us for another night of Dungeons & Dragons. I am, as always, your host and Dungeon Master, Kenny. We have nearly our entire party, with the sole exception of our Barbarian, Pahokui, played by Ku, will not be joining us tonight. However, we have our Rogue. Hi, I'm Elise, and playing Leonara, the, uh, uh, oh geez, the Rogue of some race. Furball? Uh, I'm a Furball Rogue. Our Bard. Uh, hi, I'm Lauren. I'm playing Mala, the Asimar Bard. Our Druid. Hi, I'm Clay. I'm playing Crack, uh, the Arakoa Druid. Our Kenku, and by Kenku I mean Warlock. Hey, it's Cody. I'm playing Necro, our Kenku Warlock. Apparently fighting off a cold. Uh, no doubt. <laughs> From that swim last week. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, God. And our fighter. Hi, I'm Nick. I'm playing Nalos, the Triton fighter. When we last left off, our adventurers had just completed a series of trials to prove their honor and worth to a local tribe of lizard folk. Uh, they had proven themselves successful. And after proving themselves successful in the trials were able to endeavor the tribe to craft them a water vessel, a raft of some sort, to ferry them down the river, down all the way south and then eastward towards the southern mountain range of Yalzar Majora's tundra, where they would then head on foot towards the great forest in the center of Yalzar Majora. So, I believe I ended it exactly with the raft being completed... And you all setting off to get on the raft and be underway. Does anyone have anything else they wanted to do before you start your mildly nautical adventure? Are we expecting us to pilot it, captain it ourselves? Or do we need to look into like getting a crew or a navigator? Um, I believe you guys were, were left to crew the vessel on your own. But it was, I mean, it's essentially a glorified... Like, do we want to find somebody to, you know, we all just got a bunch of gold. Um, do we want to hire a, uh, you know... A ferryman a of sorts? Yeah, a ferryman. Mm -hmm. Or do we want to do it ourselves? Um, I mean, it took them several days to build the raft. Maybe we can have somebody... Give us a crash course in not crashing. <laughs> is, there, is there anyone at the village who could teach us how to sail on, on this um, raft? I mean, you guys don't gain any proficiency or anything like that uh, towards it. But, yeah, you're given the rundown that this is either you ride the current of the river or you push it with a, a pole, like a series of poles that hang along the side. Um, the river is not so deep that you can't just, you know, push off the bottom of the river to propulse yourself. Um, but also there is a rudder for steering. It's a relatively simple machine, really. Okay. We could probably we got this. Triton and, like, have the druid and wild shape into a shark or something and just have them pull us. <laughs> I just imagine the druid turns into a shark and like has to bite the back of the raft. 
make a little harness. That's horrible. Such dignity. Right? <laughs> it's not my fault you all can't swim fast. <laughs> so, so you guys tried to talk to the tribe then to see if you can hire any of them or what? I'm cool just um, doing it alone, but yeah. uh, I don't think we really need them to come with us. Okay. So, uh, <clears throat> anything else holding you up? Um, the anchor. No, so if you're thinking the thing that you're thinking, go for it. All right. Uh, so I'm going to go looking about near the uh, the water's edge. I'm just kind of muttering to myself, you know, I'm pretty sure I told her to stay around here somewhere. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and whistle and shout for Chesapeake. Make an an- uh, handle animal check. Uh, that's a 13. Okay. So you guys see Nala sort of poking by the edge of the river as you guys are, like, loading up your gear and equipment onto the raft. That's going to be your home for the next few weeks. And, uh, you know, he sort of, like, splashes at the water a little, and then he, like, makes a whistle that is relative, relatively inaudible to most of you. Only the sharpest of hearing picks it up. And then on the other side of the river, the sandbank shudders and then stands up nearly 10 feet tall, uh, a crab the size, like, larger than a horse. And uh, as it sort of stands up, uh, I'll let Nalos describe it, but its keyest features is it is clearly saddled and has coral plate armor all over it. All right. There you are, girl. I was wondering where you wandered off to. I thought maybe you got spooked. Uh, Chesapeake looks like your your typical blue crab, but just gigantic. Uh, and I'll scratch under her, her strange little crab chin. <laughs> Ch- turtles contently? Like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what you would even describe the noise that crabs make would be. I don't either. <laughs> Chittering intensifies. So yeah, that's pretty new. Um, you guys are taking yep. this pretty well. <laughs> you call her your little bay. Huh? Do you call her your old bay? You need to put the no. mic near your mouth because you sound real bad. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I had not thought of calling her my old bay. That's pretty clever. <laughs> for for the I benefit like of the list, for the benefit of the listeners, uh, we all of us here have, uh, except for Clay, have lived in the D.C. Maryland area, uh, Northern Virginia area, for most of our lives. Um, and there is a gigantic body of water called the Chesapeake Bay. And this is uh, a nod to that. Marylanders are known for their uh, lean towards eating crabs. Uh, it's pretty good. 
Anyway, um, all right. So yeah, Chesapeake comes on over to you, and you can you know s- step upon your your saddle and be about your way. All right. I would imagine that the rest of your party is rather surprised that the quickness <laughs> a crab of that size can manage. I didn't know they came that big. It's not going to eat us, is it? No, no, of course not. She's got such a small mouth for something so big. How could she eat any of us? Is she going to fit on the raft? It's a good question. If you put probably Chesa- not, she can you, always swim along. Yeah, if you put your giant crab on that raft, it would take up about half of the raft. Well, then I called dibs on at some point sitting on the crab while the rest of you are on the raft. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Just hope there's no rough water. All right, so I suppose you all set off then. Yeah. May as mm-hmm. well. All right. So with the mid-morning day, uh, you, you know, put all your items, and I believe the I said that the lizard folks gifted you about ten days of food, mm. uh, and more like fresh fruits and less dried meat, and uh, you are all on your way. Is the river water drinkable? Is the water of the river drinkable? Yeah. I don't know. Make a nature check. Yeah. 18. 19. You're able to deduce that the water is not drinkable. Ooh, well, okay, guys. Don't drink water or you die. That the water is salty. Ugh. All right, that's good to know. Only wine. <laughs> the only alternative. Oh, we needed uh, to bring grog. That's all we needed. Brought him on a boat. Could always try and buy some more heavy rainwater. <laughs> I forgot about that. That's that's fun. Um, <laughs> I mean, I thought it was pretty tasty stuff. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that I water. think I was one of the ones that can't remember how it tastes. <laughs> uh, I just imagine a triton that's drunk can't swim well. Just go in circles. Right. God, this is the longest trip I've ever done. <laughs> anyway, uh, all right, so you guys set off. Uh, I assume that uh, Nalos is probably riding or commanding Chesapeake to follow. Yes. Of course. Uh, the pace of the raft just drifting on its own is not slow, but it's not expedient neither. So you note it you note that Chesapeake does not have to work very hard to keep pace with the raft. And you guys simply drift v- quite peacefully for most of the day. Uh, you notice that uh, ahead there seems to be storm clouds, potentially rain on the way. Well, I can actually find that out for sure. <laughs> Having a uh, druid cap craft cantrip. Correct. I can. Uh, I'll go ahead and cast that and to form a tiny orb that will tell me what the weather will be for the next twenty-four hours. 
Um, can you tell me if you know the nature of the weather? Like, if it's magical or natural or anything like that? Uh, no, it just says it, it manifests as an orb for clear skies or clouds or rain. It doesn't, uh, it doesn't specify if I can tell if it's magic or not. Okay. Then, yeah, it's going to rain pretty soon. And you, uh... Imagine, sorry, I'm trying to find the spell to see if you even can deduce the intensity of it. Oh, nope, a cloud for rain. That's, yep. what, that's what you that's got. cast my okay. little spell and a little cloud appears in front of me and I go, well, it's going to rain. It's clouds and it's rain. Yeah. Well, I am not about getting rained on, so I'm going to try and set up some kind of like tent shelter on this uh, this raft. Yeah, that would certainly be possible. Um, do you guys know those uh, like Amazon river-like boats where it has like a like posts along the side and then a canvas top. Yeah. Yeah. Um, while that is not on there, the sides of this raft do have like a rail along the, the sides of it. So you imagine with tents and bedrolls, we can put up some kind of fabric. Yeah. Why don't you guys give me a uh, your your best survival check. And I'll let you know how well you guys managed to um, pitch a canvas roof to your tent or rack. I got a 19. I got a 21. Seven. I got a four. Benefits of a druid. I got a 10. Let the men handle it. So uh, maybe it's because he can fly. Maybe it's because he's just lived out under the stars his entire life. But uh, lo and behold, your druid has a pretty good thumb, or talon as it were, for tying knots. And manages to, with uh, some of your tent poles forming like vertical beams, manage to put together uh, a covering that shelters a solid third of the raft. Um, I don't know if I've said this directly, and I'm not going to try get, to get too in-depth with the size of this raft. I kind of want to be able to play with its size a little bit. But I imagine that the raft is somewhat rectangular, mostly square, and is somewhere between, like, 20 by 15 or, like, 20 by 30. You know, some, some pretty respectable size, so you guys aren't bumping elbows, but it's right. not huge. So let's just say the rear half, or, or the rear third of it, is covered with a, a, a ceiling and windbreaks on the sides. And this All consumes right. uh, two people's tents. So whoever wants to volunteer their tents. I'll volunteer mine. Yeah, I can do mine. Okay. I was really hoping someone would say something while I took a big sip of coffee. <laughs> I'm going to have to edit that big old silence out. <laughs> so, uh, you guys... Uh, find that your your uh, resilience towards protecting yourself from the rain is worth it. 
because maybe 20, 30 minutes after you finish hammering and solidifying your, your shelter, rain comes and it comes hard. Uh, the, the canvas or whatever fabric or leather that the tent is made out of is beaten loudly. It almost sounds like a drum. Um, what's everyone's passive perception? Nine. Fifteen. Twelve? Nine. So I heard a distinct fifteen in there. Is that right? Yeah. Alright, so you see in the distance uh, sort of after you know, quickly running to the, the shelter of your newly crafted handiwork you look out in the distance and you see uh, amongst the rain and the wind there seems to be two tall humanoids, one on either side of the river, hurling lightning bolts at each other. Ooh. <laughs> I, uh, I call everyone to say, hey, we got, we got some kind of wizard battle going on across the river up ahead. I think we should probably uh, see if we can stop ourselves and not, not get involved. Hmm. Well... Uh, would I be able to use like one of the poles you described the raft can go to kind of slow Absolutely. our flow a bit? Yeah, so what you would do is you'd probably take one of those uh, post oars or whatever they're actually called and just like, you know, you and another person at the front corners, like sort of stick them to anchor yourself. Or you guys could throw over an anchor of some sort. Sure. Is there an anchor? You bet it. I mean, it's an anchor in the way in which it's probably about an 80-pound rock uh, that has um, rope attached to it. <laughs> All right. I guess I can just go ahead and toss that overboard for the moment. All right. Uh, it works. It works like a charm. Uh, you flow the, the rest of the coil of the rope down the river. And, uh, sure as it will, I mean, the, the raft sort of like, you know, is, is going this way and then it sort of like leans a little as that's what's tugging on the, the anchor line. So you're a little <clears throat> skew, but you're still fine and stopped. Uh, would anyone like to try and decipher what's going on a little better? I certainly yeah. would. I mean, I could, I could, you know, swim up there a little ways. Yeah, make a Under the surface, see what's going on. Alright, so who wants to do what? I want to roll perception. Alright, go for it. Fifteen. Anyone else? I will also roll perception. Might as well. A nineteen. Sixteen? Sixteen? Okay, the three of you can pretty clearly see. I mean, you have to really stop and focus a moment to make out the details. It's it's quite far away. You imagine you were about a mile or so from what you're looking at. But uh, you can see pretty clearly that if they're this size from this distance, that you're not looking at a pair of humans throwing lightning bolts. Uh you had, if you had to guess, the two hum- humanoids that are across the river from each other hurling lightning bolts at one another are easily 30 to 40, 50, t- uh, 50 feet tall. Yeah. 
sounds. So I definitely want to stay out of this fight. Yikes! <laughs> I've never seen anybody so tall on land. Yeah, to, to, to your knowledge, you've probably only ever heard of, like, deep ocean giants that were so large. Yeah. That's bigger than some whales. This is cool, guys. <laughs> oh, sorry, I lied. They're they're closer to 30 feet tall. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, they're not nobody. They're just fighting each other. We could wait for one of them to die or the fight to end and then continue on our way. Or we could just sail underneath them and hope they don't attack us. We could talk to them. Yeah. <laughs> Do we know what they are? I don't know. Do you guys know what these are? Well, let us do nature rolls. A nature roll? Yeah. Why would it be a nature roll? What? Why would it be a nature roll? To figure out what weird-looking creatures are? What weird-looking humanoids are? Yeah. All right. How about a history or a knowledge check? Okay. Can I re-roll the one I just did for nature? No. <laughs> I'm gonna... I'm gonna That's if, a I, if I have to put you in your place to stop challenging what you demand the skill checks to be... I will start letting you be like, I'm gonna roll something that I'm proficient in for this, and I'll be like, okay, you with a with an amazing 23 in nature, you learn fucking nothing about the monster that's in front of you because it's not natural. <laughs> um, but no, with a, with a five, you have absolutely no idea. You've probably never seen anything like this before in your life. I'm gonna go for a, a history. Okay. Um, 12? They are giant. <laughs> okay. Right. I, rolled, I rolled a 14 on a history check. They're definitely giants. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. And considering that they're throwing lightning, they're probably not hill giants. I think we should just sail further up. I mean, we're what, like a mile from them right now? We could probably get a little closer. But then we might get hit with lightning. Uh, it's only lightning. How, how bad can it hurt? Right. We can just jump in the water if it gets too bad. It's fine. No, no one, that's how that works. <laughs> you know, he's got a point. You know what really fucks up lightning? Holding metal rods above your head. It just can't find you. <laughs> and going to the top of things. It can't reach you from up there. Listen, we have storms out in the ocean all the time, and we're fine. We just look up. It's lots of cool lights. It's fine. You know, I'm now trying to envision what a storm looks like from, like, <laughs> deep in the water, and it's probably pretty freaking cool. Right? It's like fireworks, but for, you know, tritons. <laughs> anyway, so what's the what's the party decision? Are they saying anything? Giants? Um, you can hear the occasional something in the distance, but you're a mile away, so whatever it is you're hearing is fragmented and clearly loud. Although to you, it's almost a whisper. 
Half a mile closer. Okay. All right. I'm going to pull up the anchor. Super nervous. <laughs> okay. You uh, you pull up the anchor. Where's Chesapeake during all this? Uh, she's just been kind of following behind the boat. Okay. Um, you all traveled the, the half mile. And uh, when you get to about that point and are about to drop anchor... Um, you see the two giants stop hurling bolts at one another uh, and stop, stand tall, uh, unadopting their sort of crouched and uh, combat stances and look up the river towards you all and point to one another and point at you all and begin to walk up river oh. towards you. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Land ho. Uh-huh. I'm going to shout out to him. Uh, I'm going to shout out and say, hello, gentlemen. How are things going for you? <laughs> um, they don't as loud hear. as I can shout. Right, okay. Um, you hear in uh, Giant. The, oh, I speak Giant. I know. The two of them seem to speak in a weird tandem. Uh, they say... Who dares disrupt the duel of the prophet brothers? And then they stop and sort of like pinch their chins and go and switch to common. Who dares disturb the duel between the prophet brothers? Uh, By this point, they've crossed. They've crossed over half the distance towards you all in almost a minute or so. I'm going to yell back in giant, just a foolish group of travelers just wish to get by uh, the, the, together they yell boomingly almost make small waves silence uh, it's, do you guys just do anything before they reach they're, they're seemingly walking all the way up to the raft um gonna like just like be like we mean no harm just passing through alright but like no actual actions other than um I'm gonna hop on the back of Chesapeake and swim up in front of the raft okay how far ahead of it uh only like 10 feet okay so I have a question about persuasion sure um as like a skill yep would I, if I'm saying like we mean no harm, and I say like I say it with persuasion, what exactly does that mean? So you don't necessarily say something that simple, quote with persuasion. Okay. Um, you you role play the words however you want to, right? But you want to make it clear to me as the DM what your intention is with your check. So if you say we mean you no harm. Um, just let us pass. Like, give give me a demand. Yeah. Give me a, a, what you want, and then say, "Okay." You know, with this persuasion check, I want to convince them to let us just go and ignore us. That's what I want. All right, go but ahead. I mean, you no harm. We're simply looking to pass through um, this part of the river. Okay. Uh, Twelve. 
I got 12. Okay. The one brother speaks um, as they continue to approach, having heard your words. May be and may even still may happen, small one. The other brother then picks up. But your timing is too prophetic. To interrupt a duel is of most importance. Uh, Was that in common? Yes. Okay. Uh, other than the first initial series of words, they switched to common and have not left it. That was awfully kind of them. Well, I mean, they both looked at each other and were like, oh yeah, they probably don't speak giant. <laughs> and I'm just using giant to try to like appeal to their good side. Um, so they are within 100 feet of you all. Do you do anything at that point? Or just wait for them to arrive? Wait. May as well wait. Okay. I could totally try to intimidate them as a small uh, little bird. I mean, you sure could if you want to give it a go. Um, yeah, you know what? Fuck it, why not? Uh, if, you, if that's okay with you guys. <laughs> I, don't know that, I don't know that Necro would, would be like, eh? Eh? <laughs> <laughs> so I just step up a little bit in front of the raft, and I just go, We're here to interrupt your duel. And I do so very intimidatingly. <laughs> And I rolled a uh, 22. <laughs> All the things to do well at. <laughs> um, the one brother who has been finishing the sentences rather than starting the sentences puts his large hands up, the, the, together the size of which is larger than your raft, and go, Fear not, small ferocious one. "'Tis not our intention to harm. "'Only... "'And then looks to us... "'What can only be assumed is his brother. "'Who then finishes... "'To inquire. "'Okay. Uh, "'The two of them... "'I nod my head. "'The the two of them, you know, maybe 30 feet in front of the boat, "'sort of turn to face the river uh, "'and stick their feet in, "'which causes pretty notable waves.' as they displace a pretty substantial amount of water and uh, sit their butts on the, the riverbank. Shit. <laughs> sit their butts on the riverbank. Uh, you get a better look at them. Um, I'm going to show you a picture of what these guys are, but uh, describe how they do come off as somewhat different than their traditional form is why I shouldn't have put the page down. I've been DMing for a long time. I'm a real professional. Neat. So they look like that, but um, they're obviously not brandishing any visible weaponry, unlike this guy in the picture who has a uh, like a great sword or a giant sword. <laughs> My right. Uh... <laughs> They are also not wearing armor of any type. They are both clothed in what could only be described as a boat sail's worth of cloth in a toga-like form. Uh, They both seem rather fit and athletic in terms of their build and body types, but uh, do not carry any visible weapons. Although, granted, 
if they were carrying weapons, it would very likely be visible. Um, but so they sort of sit and, uh, <clears throat> which much uh, adjustment to their core, they lean down and almost whisperingly speak in a tone that is only like you all, but yelling. We mean not to offend the small ears of you people, but my brother and I were having a profiteer debate. And the other brother picks up. We do not expect you to understand the ways of our people, but understand that people such as ourselves, to our culture, have great battles, and may the scorch marks of our thunderbolts sear profit like runes to tell us the future and guide our people. The other brother picks up. It was this spot we saw in a dream that we would meet. We have not crossed hands or hugged in nearly a few decades, but now we stand across this river to discuss what might befall our people. Uh, The first brother goes on. You may know of us. We are the giants. They said it with a weird A there. The of Uinez, the great landmass that calls the sea its home. We have traveled far to make this duel happen, but prophets uh, such as ourselves must do great things. You get the point that these fellows are a little long-winded. Uh, the second brother picks up. But your timing is important. It must mean something, for most would turn and leave at the sight of two giants, such as ourselves, dueling. But you, you brave souls. Uh, At this point, one of them leans forward and, like, picks, like, puts his hand under Chesapeake and holds Nalos, like, 15 feet above the water and, like, looks at you. You are brave and small, and this is important. And, like, rests you back in the water and goes... But we do not know why. Hmm. Well. You said that you're trying to determine the fate of your people. Uh, but from what I've seen, the world is mostly at peace. What, what could be troubling your people, so? They both laugh so loud that the maybe it's because they're moving their feet or just the sheer volume causes uh, riffles in the river and makes you all a little uneasy on the raft. And they go, ha, 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 ha. Uh, you non-giants must know very little of the strife that goes on a new Inez. You see... "'Twas a small yield in crop, and a small yield in crop to bellies such as our size is a threat most dire. Something that has not happened in over a millennia may be about to occur, and we're dueling to find the answer should the gods divine us to tell so. There may be a great giant raid upon the small one's shores where many of the, our tribes will venture out and either trade 
or acquire food to keep our people fed in the trying years to come. Mm. Sounds like a bad time for you all. Not at all. Acquiring enough food from you small people is never difficult. Well, you never put up much of a fight. (laughs) Is there a way we could uh, keep this exchange of goods peaceful? Or promote its peacefulness? Hmm. Tis always the intent of peace is unwise to step on those that are small just because of it. Wise words. Sort of looks at you like, yeah, I know. (laughs) But doesn't say it. (laughs) He goes, of course. Plus, your small hands are so good at keeping the ground happy and convincing plants to grow. However, it seems only one of us need appear before the shore for bounties upon bounty be offered without even a word exchanged. Hmm. Brother Mythis. Yes? This between the two of them, obviously. Do you think it is the show of the gods? To have our duel interrupted by small brave ones, that it might be dangerous for us to raid the coasts this time. For if these are so brave as to approach us, what do you think could happen to our brothers and sisters? They might even be attacked. They seem to both be deep in thought at this. I try to look extra tough. (laughs) Um. well um. one of the brothers immediately stands up and goes I know and like points his big finger down to the lot of you on the raft and goes who is your leader Uh, that is a good question. We're more of a democracy. <laughs> He's like swats at you, which causes a gust of wind. He goes, no, 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 not amongst the five set. You amount. I mean, this land mass. Um, I don't. This is probably troubling for your characters because there's a lot of governing forces on this landmass. Right. Uh, a history check will tell you um, potential answers because you could tell them who runs the great city of Yao. You could tell them who runs the t- city in the tundra. All right. You know what? So I don't expect to get a great answer out of this, but I, I will make a history check to see what maybe I've heard. Okay. I got a three, so I'm just going to explain that it's very complicated. Uh, I got a 22. I got a six, but I just said I'm not down with the man. (laughs) I got an 18, and I want to give the answer for where we are right now. 
so, so, so like whatever territory your state of well that's complicated because you're not actually in a governed country right now um, okay. technically well, speaking you're on the sense. border of the rainforest which has no governing body other than the you know some few dozen tribes that right. you know contest for landmass you don't you're not really in the marsh and you probably wouldn't reference the leader of the marshlands because no one really knows who that is mm-hmm. you could probably tell them whoever the governing body of port clamara is but that's not exactly accurate either but with the history checks of those of that high and even with the triton um you would know that uh the leader of yalzar majora is a debated topic but generally speaking the especially due to late recent events um one of the biggest movers and shakers of yal the great city is uh mol dorin the great dragon mm. uh last my people had heard one of the great leaders among here was uh, a large dragon. I do not know much about him, but even even us in the ocean have heard his name. They furl their brows at the word dragon. They go, <clears throat> dragons have made a kingdom on this land? The other brother stands up. We will go and knock his door down. Thank you, young ones. They immediately begin to walk south. I call back after them in, in giant. But what about your duel? Uh, one of them sort of like throws a lightning bolt in the air over their shoulder, whisking away your comment, and looks over <laughs> and says, "Your presence and answer have answered us what our prophet would have done otherwise. Clearly, this duel was a success." Uh, I am happy to be of help to you all. Good luck in your journey. Is the drag like is that a bad thing? I don't but I'm sure it's fine. No longer our immediate problem, so they're only gonna go knock a door down. How could how bad could that be? It's just a door. He's a dragon, he probably can replace a door. Just you know, overthrow of the kingdom is fine. <laughs> So, that not long after the they sort of part from you, they are out of sight. All right, hoist anchor. Yeah, off we go. All right, you all resume your uh, way down the river after potentially starting a war. Nah, we we wouldn't do that. That's not what they meant. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and the rest of the day is completely peaceful. The moment uh, they leave your sight, the rain subsides, and it's a beautiful day again. Although fresh. Just out of. Just uh, out of curiosity, is the dragon leader? Is he? Is 
Is that a good thing? Is it like peaceful and prosperous? Is it more like tyrannical? Oh, you're talking about Maul Doran and yeah. his grasp on the great city Yao? Mm-hmm. Um, well, what do you know about the great city of Yao? Oh, finally a non-garbage roll. Um, I know 18 worth of history. Um, would you say your character has ever been to Yao? I went to uh, Bardic, like a central Bardic college university thing. And that was probably in Yao. Okay. So uh, Yao is a gigantic 10 district wide city. And in the center of the great city of Yao is a monumental palace of learning. Every district has its own governance and, and uh, like, mayor or other similar body. And the city itself is ran by a council. You know that Muldorin is one of the people on that council. Okay. Was it particular? Like, I'm just trying to decide if we did a bad thing or not. That's all I want. Um, I mean... That's I hard for a while. Th- yeah, that's hard to tell. Okay. Um, I mean, if you want to know about like giant and dragon relations, that would be a separate question. <laughs> no, it's, I'm good. Listen, I'm sure we didn't do any irreparable damage to this plane of existence. Just gonna put it yeah. out of my mind and sail down the river. It's probably better off that way. Uh, anyway, so you all head on down and it comes tonight. Do you all drift through the night or do you, uh, like beach to the side of the river and haul anchor and wait or, uh, you know, pitch anchor and wait the night out? I would say sail through the night. I don't that's yeah, like we would work it on shifts and have, you know, one or two people awake at night to steer and, you know, keep guard and stuff. Okay. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I can take a shift for us to keep on going. Okay. I'll take a shift, too. <clears throat> yeah. All right. So... Uh, you guys sail on and uh, drift through the night. Um, Nalos, your first shift, right? Yes. Uh, not long into the night, you see Chesapeake raise up to the surface and chitter at you to indicate that there are lizard folk in the water under the raft. Yeah. Well... And it's about at that point that that happens when you can see about four or five lizard folk clawing up along the side of the raft with uh, daggers and swords and other manner of sharp objects clutched between their jaws. Can I yell and wake everyone up? You sure can. (laughs) (laughs) I've always wanted to fight pirates. It counts, even though it's on a river. All right, everyone's woken up to Nalo's yelling about something. 
And uh, roll initiative. Woo! Oof. I'll wait for you to call on us for uh, those numbers. Thank you. Nara, you said? Yeah, yeah, Nara. Okay. Seven. And, I'm sorry, Lauren, what's your character's name? Vala? Vala. V-A-L-A. It totally unknown sounds like Elise's character. Whoops. Sorry, I should get better at it. Uh, We spent too much time together. (laughs) What's your initiative? Ten. And Necro. 17. Karak. <clears throat> uh, uh, I also got a 7. Uh, what's your dexterity score? Not modifier. Uh, 16. And uh, Nara? 15. Okay. So, Karak, you will go before Nara in the initiative. Okay. And that's everybody. All right. Um, First on the initiative order is Necro. Yeah. So you um, wake up and see that there are ten lizard folk surrounding the party on the raft. Okay, well, let's get to fucking uh, battling. I ain't gonna take these lizards full likely. They ain't taking us alive. So I'm going to... What am I going to do? Uh, I'm going to cast a spiritual weapon. Create a floating dagger around me. Um, and uh, and they're, they're right on the boat, correct? What about that? They're right on the boat, correct? Yes. Alright, cool. So I'll cast that and I can um, do the melee spell attack with a creature of five feet of the weapon. So I will roll to, I guess, hit the closest lizard in front of me. Okay. And I rolled a 12. Uh, that will not hit him. Damn it. Uh, well, 
as a bonus action, I can move the weapon up to 20 feet and repeat the cack against a creature within 5 feet of it, so I guess the next is closest one? Well, that's that's uh, on subsequent turns. Oh, uh, okay. Well, then never mind, then. I take that back. Okay. Would you like to do anything with your bonus action? Can you cast Find Familiar as a bonus action? Let me see... I feel like you need to have that fine familiar out all the time. Yeah, true. I should have fucking did that before. I do my raven, though. Right, but uh, this fine familiar is more of a battle pet than your raven is. True. <clears throat> I don't know if I can do it as a bonus action. All right. Um, then you want me to pass the turn, then? Uh, yeah. Nalos. I failed, failed guys. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Um, would I be able to run up to one that is still at the edge of the raft and make an attack roll to shove him off into the water? Uh, sure. Go ahead and... Um, so you just walk up to him and it's just a contested athletics check. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, that's a 21. Okay, you still beat him. I rolled really well, and I was like, ha-ha, got the fighter. And you were like, nah, not tonight. All right. All right, so yeah, you push him back into the water, and he falls over into the waves. Excellent. Um, I believe that counts as my actual action Yep. then as well. Yep. So, uh... Uh, shit, can I actually do anything else? You could probably still get to Chesapeake and mount up. That's true. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna jump off of the raft and onto Chesapeake's back, assuming she is close enough. Yep. Perfect. Alright, so you're now on Chesapeake. Would you like to cool. move? Um, can I have her move around to whichever side of the raft has the most lizards on it? Uh, it's pretty evenly distributed with three, three, and three. Okay. Um, since you just moved, removed one from the fight, effectively. All right. And does the crab get an attack, or is she just basically mount and only moves? If she could have attacked, if I hadn't done anything yet. Yeah. Okay. He can he can use his action to command the crab to attack something, but mm -hmm. that's his action to do that. Gotcha. Yep. Um. Hmm. I'm pretty sure that's uh, your turn. Hmm? I'm pretty sure that's your whole turn unless you have a movement. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's all I can manage. Alright. It is now the lizards folks' turn. Uh, pretty much everyone's going to get shanked at least once. Mm. Uh, so, Nara. That's mm -hmm. a 9. Nope. Nope. Vala, that's a 14. Does a 14 hit you, Vala? Uh, it's the same as my armor class. You gotta uh, beat it, so nope. Okay. Necro, does a 14 hit you? Uh, I have studded armor, leather armor, so I think it does. 
What's your AC say? Oh, straight. Sorry. Uh, 15. Never uh, mind. Then, no. Doesn't. Yep. Word. And uh, Kyrak, I assume a 13 doesn't hit you. No. Alright. Two attacks to Nalos and Chesapeake. Okay. That's a critical and a 12. The Oof. 12 does not hit. Um, Alright. So you take seven points of damage. That's a bummer. And then the other four are going to loose um, arrows, uh, two of which are going to shoot at Necro, and one of which that's going to shoot at Kyrak. All right, Necro, I think a 16 gets you. Yep. And a 19 will definitely hit the Druid. Okay. That's uh, six damage to Necro and four damage to the Druid, um, Kyrak. It is now Vala's turn. Okay, how many lizard folk are around? Nine. Nine? Okay. Um, and three of them are clearly archers. I am going to um, cast sleep, and okay. I'm going to target the archers. Putting that sleep to work. Yeah, I took not that many combat skills. I mean, um, not so useful against a giant dragon, but against a group of smaller guys, it's a more powerful spell. Uh, 5d8. Next up, by the way, next up is Karak, so go ahead and think about what you want to do with your turn. 15... 21, 29. All three of them conk straight to sleep. <laughs> Good. And um, I'm going to give a bardic inspiration to whoever is next in initiative. All right, Karak it is. Karak. All right, Karak, you receive bardic inspiration. It's your initiative. 1d6. To, uh, to Nalos. It seems you're always the first one to get hurt in these fights. <laughs> and you gain, you gain seven hit points. Woo! I feel so much better. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm also going to uh, take off and fly a little bit just to not get attacked by the melee boys. Ooh, that would have been smart, wouldn't it have? <laughs> as you as you fly out of reach of the one that was standing next to you, it will opportunity attack you. Yep. Uh, but a fucking 11 won't do anything, so you're good. Bounces off my shield. Mm -hmm. uh, and I'll cast Moonbeam. Okay. 
get a five foot radius cylinder of moonbeam here. It's down on one of the uh, melee snake men, or lizard folk. Yep. Uh, he needs to make a constitution, constitution saving throw. If he passes it, he takes half as much damage. And what's My the DC? save is 13. He will just fail that. Okay. He takes 2d10 of damage. Where am I d10? <laughs> oh, he's, he's probably dead. <laughs> <laughs> that is a 17. He's very dead. Okay, and I'm, I'm concentrating on that, so if I get hit, I need to make concentration checks. Yep. But well, it just probably exists. Not. <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, Nara, you're up. Okay, um, I want to get rid of the, like, bodies that are sleeping, um, because if they, like, wake up on their next turn, then they are back in the fight. Um, are any nearby that I can try to, like, maneuver or push off of the yeah, raft? you could, you could, uh, definitely walk over and, like, push one or two of them off the raft. Okay, I want to do that. You can also try to push one one into the moonbeam because it still exists and will do damage. Yeah, can Whoa. I do all of the above? Uh, not all of them. Okay. <laughs> um, I will. Um. I mean. Okay, so I want to take one of the one that's sleeping then and try to push it off the raft in the um, path of the moonbeam, so if I don't make it all the way off of the raft, hopefully it ends up somewhere in the path of the moonbeam. The moonbeam isn't off the raft, and all of these guys, the, the archers were the ones that were put to sleep, so the archers are right at the edge of the raft. And what? The archers are right at the edge of the raft, which is why I said you could probably get two of them. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, then I'll just put two of them off then. Okay, so you just, like, push their bodies off the raft into the water. Walking away from your melee combatant, however, is going to provoke an attack of opportunity. But a seven's going to not do shit, so... Fuck it. Uh, Alright, yeah, you use your movement and then use, you know, ten feet and ten feet to push mm -hmm. a, a, a limp body five feet, five feet. And, yeah. uh... Yeah, there's two lizard folk just probably going to drown now. Tragic. There's only two left. Uh, after that, I think that's everybody. Yeah. Uh, the initiative resets with Necro. Awesome. Um, I'm going to cast um, Eldritch Blast at okay. one of the... Or I guess, are the, are the lizard folk in front of me? Um, I mean, you're on a pretty small, you know, raft, so... Yeah, I can easily just turn and fucking shoot them. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome, so let me find my second... God damn it. Okay. Um, yes, <clears throat> so I'm just going to turn and cast Eldritch Blast on one of them. Alright, roll to hit. And that would be... Does that also stack with my spellcasting? Yeah. Modifier. Yeah. Okay. So you, you, it's, it's proficiency plus your spellcasting modifier to hit. Oh, wonderful. And that would be plus five. Probably. Oh god damn it. Yeah, it'd be nah, it'd be fucking eleven. 
Sorry, bud. Damn it. Oh, my God. But, uh, uh, wait, is, my, is also my spiritual weapon still um, around? Oh, yeah. Weird. Um, so, yeah, I'll throw that as well. All right. So you miss with your blast, and then you're, you're like, fuck it, sword, get him. Yeah, get him, boys. <laughs> and I, for that, I roll and find a goddamn dice. And that will be a nice, uh, shitty uh, 10. That's also going to miss, bud. <laughs> you know, you, you ask a small crow man to scare the shit out of two giants. I fucking do it. And he's 30, he's 30 feet phone. tall, but... <laughs> I, I fold under piracy. Piracy scares me. <laughs> All right. Uh, so I'll end my turn. All right. Nalos, you're up. All right. Uh, how many lizard folk are left? Two. Just two? All right. Uh, I'm going to tell Chesapeake to attack with her claw. One for each or both at one? Uh, one for each. All right. Roll to hit. That is a 22. All right. Roll to hit again. One. <laughs> yeah. Oh. The other one's only a 10. That won't hit. Yeah. All right. Go ahead and roll damage. 1d6 plus 3, I believe. Uh, that's six. You don't kill him, but he is grappled. All right. Uh, I'm going to use my action surge. Okay. And uh, attack the other one with my trident. All right. Go for it. That is a 14. That'll hit. Okay. And that's eight damage. Again. Lizard, lizard folk is in a lot of pain, but not dead. Cool. Are you gonna? And uh, that's. So remember, you have that one lizard folk grappled with in yes. claw. Do you want to do anything with that? Um, I actually want to shout to everybody else to leave this one alone. Okay. Uh, I want to talk to him. All right. So Chesapeake just sort of like holds him up on high. <laughs> Yeah. As this lizard folk is like dying as this giant crab has him in advice. Who's a good girl? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Vala, you're up. Oh. Fine. We can talk to him, I guess. This is the last one alive, right? No. There's, there's one standing on the raft, and the other one is pinched. Oh, then I stabbed the one standing. <laughs> so content with maritime murder. Kill pirates. I mean, I at least want to know what the attack does. And I got a four, so I don't stab <laughs> uh, Um. All right. That's it. Okay. I guess. All right, it's the lizard <laughs> folks' turn because I let you go before them for some reason. I should probably re-roll then, huh? No. <laughs> try. Well, the one lizard folk tried to break the grapple and get out of Chesapeake's claw, but is not strong enough to do so. That's right. But the lizard folk that you just tried to shiv uh, is not going to take kindly to your petty attempts of doing so and is going to hit you with a 21 and uh, give you a little shiv of your own. 
and deals you seven damage with a. I just realized I let you down, and I'm so sorry. (laughs) All right, you said seven. Yeah. All right, Karak, you're up. Karak. Um, I will shift my my spell over to that last one, last guy. Okay. So he failed to save. Go ahead. Okay. He has two hit points. Come on. <laughs> well, uh, I'm sure I'll off. kill him with uh, 14. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He just, he just burns in moonlight. Yep. All right, so you guys go off of initiative, I guess. Uh, and uh, the lizard folk hisses and tries to break out of uh, Chesapeake's claw, but is not able to. All right, so why did you attack us? He spits what, blood on the face. Here? The lizard folks spits blood on your face. I'm just gonna poke at him with the the pommel end of my trident until I'm knocked that off. <laughs> this sort of looks at you like. Has it's like has dropped his weapon because of the vice and is like you know stuck and so just like in common sort of mutters out like I'm dying. (laughs) (laughs) All right, right, I guess we can set you down. So uh, there, there. Now now you're down. You're on the raft with us. Okay. Well, we can tie him up. That's, that's true. We could tie him up. All right, go ahead and make a sleight of hand to tie him up. No. Five. Okay. Uh, without attending this knot, it won't hold, but you do tie him up. I will tend the knot. Okay. And just stand there and hold it. <laughs> all right. And he, he looks at you all and, like, eyes at the rope and says it doesn't hurt as much as the crab but I'm still dying well Eh. that's what you get when you attack people in the middle of the night sort of like looks at the ground we might consider um, healing you if you tell us what we want to know why were we attacked Uh, can I do Oh, what, what would it be? Would this be... Oh, this would probably be perception. That's that's a bad thing for me. Um, <laughs> to see if they, I guess, like, are there any markings that I would know they were part of the tribe that we left? You do not see any markings on them or war paint that would dictate them to the tribe you just left, no. Okay. Um, did he answer? Um, did you want to put a persuasion on that, or are you just saying yeah, that to him? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to persuade him that telling us is what's in his best interest. Nat 20. Okay. Uh, Plus, like, a whole bunch of points. <laughs> believe it or not, that's going to be enough to persuade 
a dying lizard folk. Uh, and he goes, of course, of course. You're on our part of the river. It's night. You had all fallen asleep. We didn't intend to kill, but the blades are for our safety. We wanted to take your food, your goods. Your gold, even. Oh. Well, that's not very nice. We don't take kindly to pirates. He looks to the left and the right and says, I can see that. <laughs> uh, so what are we doing with this lizard? I look around at my party members. Put him on the bottom of the river with his, his friends. I mean, I make the motion. Yeah, I make the motion like I'm slitting my own throat. I'm just like, (laughs) to say, let's just kill him. We can can do it in true pirate fashion and keel haul him. Especially since I missed all my goddamn attacks. (laughs) He he's like shakes it. No, no, no. I could be of use. Can you? I like looking around and I could push a raft. You could push our raft for us. Well, some of you look like you don't enjoy a day's work. I could I could man your oars for you. Who does he looking at when he says that? <laughs> uh Karak. <laughs> some sort of role to see if he's I think he's being truthful about not about helping us man a raft and not just run away alright uh yeah you uh, can you can do an insight check insight I don't know crap okay <laughs> hard to tell he's terrified for his life yeah hmm. he just watched you murder nine of his friends <laughs> With impressive accuracy and speed. And, uh, yeah, so, I mean, you know. I didn't expect the one to, to die when I just shoved him off. <laughs> well, he probably ran we away. Could... <laughs> we could, um, let him go to warn the, uh, other lizard tribes along the river that we're not to be messed with. That That seems pretty reasonable to me. Or he could give them a warning that we're coming and that they should be ready to attack us as we, you know, come along the river bends. It's and possible. He's scared. Let him go. We took care of all of his friends. I'm sure that he'll just go and be like, hey, don't mess with them. That's like the, the chain of, you know, the food chain here. Yeah, we're at the top. <laughs> she said before going back and taking a big menacing bite of an orange. <laughs> Don't fuck with me, I'm vegan. <laughs> I think we should just, you know, let him go and warn the rest of the river to let us pass. Yeah. Ooh, somebody should intimidate him. I'm Don't what would that be? Intimidate? That's charisma. That's a charisma check. Don't you have, yeah. like, nothing but abilities and spell lists dedicated to manipulating people? I do. Like, 
I'm not judging that you keep going to persuasion and like skill checks, but I'm like, isn't your whole deal that you can man- magically manipulate people? What? Uh, yes. It's not um very combat heavy because I have to play for ten minutes before somebody is it's only one, uh, it's like only... enthralled by my presence. Yeah, it's... but we haven't chained up, so just play for ten minutes, well, and he's gonna like he has to listen to it. And it's only right. one minute. It was changed in uh, Xanthor's Guide to Everything. It's only it's one only minute. how much one minute. What? What? That's, That's a big difference. Yeah, I told you you should. I should have read, read the book. <laughs> huh? All right. Um. I'm going to sing him a tale of our deeds and, like, really lay it on thick with the intimidation. Singing the tale of how we killed nine lizard folk on a raft. Yes, we fought pirates <laughs> before breakfast. All right. Um, yeah. And that uh, he better tell the, the other lizard folk not to mess with him. Mess with us. Okay. Um, what happens at the end of your performance? What 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 does he have to do? What what do you do to him rather? Um just a second. I'm pretty sure it's, it's a really a, nice like solo going on while she's yeah. All right, enthralling performance. Inspire wonder in your audience. At the end of the performance, choose a number of humanoids within 60 feet. We watched and listened to all of it. Um, the target must succeed on a wisdom saving throw against your spell save DC or be charmed by you. Okay, he definitely failed that, so he's charmed by you. Wild charmed in this way, the target idolizes you, it speaks glowingly of you to anyone who speaks of it, and hinders anyone who opposes you. Um, mm-hmm. This effect uh, ends one after hour. After one hour. Okay. Okay, so it has to succeed on a wisdom saving. It didn't. Okay. So, so, it, so it asks of you to please be healed by your continued benevolence. Uh, and with that, with its vitality returned, it will go and spread the word that you and all and your people are to be revered and uh, passage ignored. Um, I say that... Uh, uh, weak lizard folk don't get to make bargains. <laughs> but uh, I think I have Song of Rest, which I'm not sure what that does. Well, does anyone else want to heal him? I I can just cure wounds. But I haven't gotten to use Song of Rest yet. Yeah, but Song of Rest <laughs> is not a spell that you just pop off. 
<laughs> you it, it makes your you and your allies heal more during short or long rests, which would be oh. your entire hour of control over this guy. <laughs> so, Roger, do you cast Cure Wounds? I won't make you roll it That's out. Fine. Uh, yeah, I, I cast Kirwins. Right. He is much better and sort of seems to like do some sort of weird salute to you all. As he says, now that I am in better health, I can travel further and tell more of my people that, that your travel shall be one of reverence to be enjoyed and viewed from a distance. And with that, he leaps into the river and quickly you can see him, you know, scamper into the tree line of the rainforest. Farewell, lizard man. Good luck to you. Hopefully you don't meet any more people worse than us. Are there dead lizard folk on this raft? Uh, like three or four of them, yeah. Push them into the river. Can we check their pockets? (laughs) You check their pockets? Do they they wear clothes? I I don't know. They're not wearing much clothes, that's for sure. Okay. Like, outside of the bone and, like, wood weaponry they were brandishing, like, they were pretty close to bare bones, like. Okay, never mind. Push them off boat. (laughs) Uh, Chesapeake asks if she can keep one. Sure. All right, she breaks the body. Go ahead, sweetie, you earned it. She breaks the body in half and starts to nibble on the insides as it... As she swims along but under the raft. <laughs> Note the self. Don't mess with the crab. <laughs> Alright. All right. Well, would somebody else like to uh, row so I can get some rest? You know. I'm sorry to interrupt your, your naps. But... <laughs> I had the next shift, so I'll... Uh, push with the stick. Okay. Yeah, so the rest of the night is completely peaceful. I I would even say the next few days are very peaceful. Although, a few days, two days later, you see a group of lizard folk bowing and kneeling on the side of the (laughs) river uh, as as you pass. They have a small basket weaved basket of uh, goods that one of the one of the younger lizard folk boys swims out and leaves on the edge of your raft. It's sweet. I give the young boy a silver piece. He looks at it and looks at you like he was gifted something by a god. Mm-hmm. And just sort of like, you know, treads water as the raft goes on. I playfully splash him as we leave him behind. It smiles as best a lizard folk can. <laughs> What's in the basket? Uh, just fruits and, and food. Sweet. Awesome. More food. Are you guys yeah, at least we won't starve. <laughs> you, you eat the basket worth of food for the day between the lot of you. All right. But, uh, yeah, you guys travel three or so. I mean, I guess at this point you've been traveling for four days down the river. 
where uh, oh. whereabouts does that put us? Could you could you venture to give us a guess here? I don't know. Could you guys venture to give me a survival check to yeah, deduce yeah, such a yeah, thing? Yeah. <laughs> so uh, while we're sitting on this raft, um, I'm going to pull out the silver pipes that I got from the um, box, the chest or something, mm. way back. And oh. um, uh, examine them more closely than I had the opportunity to then. And did we get a magic check? Oh, I can do that. And I'm going to be like, uh, hey, can any of you um, tell me what kind of spell is on these pipes? I use my furbog detect magic and detect magic. All right. You detect that there is a powerful divination magic uh, on these pipes. Mm. Sorry, not divination. I have these confused with something else. Um... Uh, it's it's powerful conjuration magic. Nifty. Um, All right. Go ahead. I made a, a nature or not nature survival check of. Oh, not. Wait, fuck. Which one did I just roll this for? Survival check. Yeah, of seventeen. Okay, so uh, looking at the map, you guys start it's... at the top of the river. And I said it would take about two weeks to get to where you're heading, right? Yeah, uh, to get all the way to the end of the river? Yes. Yeah. All right. So you've traveled about almost, like, do you, do you see that bend where it goes east and then turns back south? Yes. <clears throat> you're in that little curve there of it turning east. Okay. So we are almost at the fork in the river. Yeah. Yeah, that looks. Should be right. making pretty good time, everybody. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to look around and then like blow on the pipes. Okay. <laughs> um, give me a performance check. Um, 13. Okay. Um, as you blow on the pipes, the, uh, a rather pretty, although short song plays, even though you weren't really trying to. And, uh, from the bottom of the pipes flows smoke that swirls before you. And stepping out of it, it was almost as if it was like a, a, a wall of beads. Steps forward a very well-dressed individual oh. in, uh, in fine clothes uh, and sort of like flicks off some sulfur from his shoulders and sort of bows deeply, showing his tiefling horns. Uh, with somewhat greenish skin, and a wicked smile, he says, Hello, I see you've played the horn. How may I serve you? Um, I'm going to be like, Oh, hey. Uh, my name's Vala. Uh, I have just come into ownership of these, uh, these pipes here. Um, oh. Can you tell me what they do? 
He extends his hand towards the pipes. I do not give him the pipes. <laughs> sort of rolls his eyes and goes, read the inscription on the pipes. See that there was no... Okay. Um, I read the inscription on the pipes. It's in... What languages can you read and write? Uh, common and celestial. You can't read it. Um... Do I know what language it is? No. Just that you don't know it. Right, um... I'm gonna hold it up in front of him and be like, could you please? Uh, he extends his hand and says, I'm afraid you have to give them to me if I'm... I cannot take them from you. Uh... I'm gonna roll a... Would it be like a perception to see if he's trying to like that'd be insight insight to see if he's trying to do anything nefarious right because he's a tiefling right those are kind of a little sketch i don't know wow just had interactions with tiefling from the (laughs) um the the scroll person what was that oh i was saying that way we also just had an interaction with the tiefling, you know, like the scroll tiefling person. Oh! Game tiefling as that? Not the same guy. Okay. Um, um, I rolled a 10. An 11. Okay. Seems earnest. Just, if you want him to read it, he needs to be able to, to see it, and you're just kind of like holding it in front of him. Like, read this. All right, I hand it to him to read. He he takes it and pulls uh, a monocle from his vest pocket and goes, To whoever owns these pipes, upon the respect and desire of Master Chet, blow upon them only ever twice, once to summon the being bound and tell a task, the second time at appropriate to receive the bounty of said task completed. And he then looks at you, snaps the pipes in half, and goes, sucker, and disappears. God damn it. Well, that's a bummer. Well, that's, that's a bummer. <laughs> the broken and rendered pipes are lying in several pieces on the floor of the raft. I cast men. <laughs> it doesn't work. Do I at least have a cool set of pipes? No, they're broken. He, like, put okay. his claws into them and ripped them apart. And well, it, it was like a pan flute. That's... It was, like, not that big. I pat Vala on the back and say, maybe we can find somebody to fix this somewhere in our travels. So and I'll just pat her on the back and say, this is why we can't have nice things. <laughs> Savage. Uh, well, I, I boned that up pretty good. I'm going to put them in like a little bag and just keep the pieces. Okay. Also, I don't trust tieflings now. <laughs> <laughs> That's just rude. ASMR not trusting tieflings. Just... Fucking right. racist. I'm going to go sing, sing some sad songs by myself. <laughs> 
Alright, anyone else doing anything? Um. Oh, I'll cast Goodberry and offer everyone some delicious handberries. They're delicious. <laughs> I will eat some handberries. I will also eat some berries. <laughs> I'm going to yeah. stare at them confused for a moment, but eat them anyway. You only need one. A, a single good berry is a whole day's worth of food. Yeah. It's crazy. All right. All right. Um, delicious, delicious hand berries. I guess we just keep on floating along. Yeah. All right. So you guys uh, make it to the fork. Do you guys know which way to go? Left. <laughs> like light left or like straight left? Because you have, from your perspective, you have right, left, and straight. Slightly to the left. We want to go away from the rainforest. So there's there's a third piece to this fork. Maybe I'm misremembering. Let me I mean, it. our map is well. The map that I can see does not show this, but I, I will take your word for it. Um. Uh, would it be another survival check to see which way is east? Uh huh. All right. <clears throat> Somebody has a better trick to this, but, you know, whatever. Uh, that's another 17. Oh, no, you're right. This is a T-intersection. I had my uh, intersections mixed up. Okay. Yeah, so it's either left or right. Yeah, yeah and we're going to want to go right. No. <laughs> we want to go east. That's left. <laughs> I don't need to go back home yet. <laughs> that's true. Going the other way, way would, would, would spit him out right pretty much where he came from. Gotcha. I mean, we could stop by and visit my parents, but no, we got things to do. <laughs> I'm legitimately surprised you didn't sort of, like, abdicate for going out that way and, like, riding the coastline to the forest. Well, I mean, originally, that's what I wanted to do, but everybody else thought we should go out towards the mountains, so, you know. Yeah, yeah. Off to the mountains we go. Alright, so you yep. all, uh, you know, make your way on, and I know it's a little early for tonight, but uh, the other encounters I have planned for along the river are a little more in-depth than 15 to 20 minutes. Gotcha. So. Okay. I'm waiting until next week. Cool. Or actually, are we having a session next week with it being no. Sunday after... Thanksgiving? No, no, no. Just to make sure that no one has to worry about, you know, pushing aside f potential family plans or anything like that. Or, I mean, also a lot of us are dag people that are probably going to be at post Thanksgiving that Saturday. Uh, I would just say let's go ahead and uh, declare that we will not be meeting for the Sunday after Thanksgiving. And... Oh, there's my excuse to not talk to family. <laughs> Hey, I can't chat, Uncle Rob. I gotta go play Dungeons and Dragons. That's what I said tonight. A bunch of my family's in town uh, because, like, kids have Thanksgiving break that's a week long. Right. Right. Goddamn kids. So anyway, thank you for joining us for another night of Dungeons and Dragons. I am, as always, your host. And uh, figure just, you know, this is intentional. It's not like I forgot. I uh, figured I would just give it a shout-out. Criticalwick.com. Soy candles, 
great flavors. Check them out. Criticalwick.com. Buy the candles. They are wonderful. I've got one burning right now. As do I. Yeah. Also, uh, you know, so thank you for joining us. We, we've we been uh, your party and Dungeon Master. We have uh, our rogue. Hi, I'm Elise. I will see you in whenever we meet again. Our necro. It's your boy. See you guys next time. Our druid. See you next week. Or two weeks. The crab father himself. This is Nalos. See you all next time. And our bard. I'm Lauren. Happy Thanksgiving. See you next time. Yep. Take care. Goodbye, everyone. Bye.